I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let's welcome Good Chop and thank them for supporting the morning stream. Go to goodchop.com slash morningstream120 and use the code morningstream120 to get $120 off your first four boxes. There are a load of people that we like to thank for the continued existence of the morning stream, like Blair, Pelinor, and Kyle Derry. Be like them and sign up to patreon.com slash TMS today. Coming up on TMS, unforeskin circumcisions. Not a hole you want to get sand into. I did my Googlist. TMS, the Monday show on Tuesday. I love fresh peas. Wide ass IUD. She was hogging the pigs. Give peas a chance. Sleeping with hands like a chicken. Tom Hiddleston's voice up my hoo-ha. Kidnappers are dicks. You know him from such things as Canada. Morris Code. Driving the tip into the ground. Good night, Killian Murphy, with Amy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Not one week has gone by. Not one week without being bitten, spat, puked, or peed on. Oh, that's what you sound like! The morning stream Hello everybody, welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Tuesday, February 86th. That looked like an 8th, 6th, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Dibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello. Speaking of Scott Fletcher, he also played Unreal with us last night. That was pretty fun. Didn't expect oh, him to pop cool. in. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I mean, as if you and Dunway already weren't enough of a draw for me. Now <laughs> now this uh, seals the deal. Now this has happened. Yeah, and Amy it's, joined us. We'll talk to her a little bit about it. But uh, Oh, very cool. She, uh, she was often killing me, so thanks to her for all my deaths. <laughs> and uh, it was a really good time. We should get nice. more people in there. I think Brian expanded the server to be up to 32. Or something, maybe sixty-four. I can't remember what he did last night, but uh, that game's rad. Very anyway, cool. hi everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Morning Stream. Uh, we hope you're all well and doing good. We're gonna bring it to you hot and fast. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's right. While it's still, while there's still uh, steam coming off the top of it. That's, that's right. How quickly, we're gonna bring it to you. That's right. Oh, speaking of which, I watched a guy today on a video. I was in bed, and uh-huh. I was like, kind of just trying to slowly get up. And I checked my phone and I'm like, what's this? Somebody shared it with me. That was my wife's shared it with me. 
It's this dude who made, who went and picked a bunch of peas, fresh, like okay. a bunch of pods, dumped it all in a big uh-huh. bowl, bowl full of fresh peas, which is already, okay. mm, I love fresh peas. They're yeah, so I do good. too. Yeah. You could just exactly. eat them by the handfuls, right? Yeah. He takes this thing and using all outdoor equipment, including um, a smoker to cook it, he cooks the peas down uh, to make this what looked like the most amazing split pea soup you've ever seen in your freaking life. Oh, wow. And he grilled smoked. bread oh for God, it. Oh, my God, it'd be oh. so good smoked. Oh, it? Brian, it looks so good. Soup. It just made me put, want uh, it. I want it so bad now. little bacon in there? Do you have any bacon? No bacon, but it was um, something he put on top. I don't remember now what it was. It was one of these cooking videos where they don't tell you anything. It's just sounds and music, Yeah, which are really popular right now, where it's just sort of visceral, like... No, I wouldn't call it ASMR, but the sound of no, the process there is a of little making bit it. Of a, yeah, it's it's a kind of food porn, like cooking food porn kind of thing. Yeah, I have a guy who does uh, another guy I follow who does um, PC breakdowns, like breaks breaks down hardware, and he yeah. doesn't talk at all. It's just really intense <laughs> recordings of the sound it all makes. Right. So when oh, you pull I've a card a- out or pop a thing, and it's like these very. It's really good sound. Like it's not annoying or or over modulated it's like he's got really good mics pointing at everything yeah and i love it it's just i need to show you so i sent a video to uh bill because uh basically i was like okay i want to do this uh i'm gonna put it in our discord here you can show it this is um there's a japanese company that uh produces led signboards oh look at this and it's again, it's a wordless video and it just shows you the process. And I'm like, I could do this. Yeah. I could so totally do this. Yeah, of course you could. I mean, look yeah. at it. They got the, they got the, what is this? 3D, just regular 3D printing? Is that great? Regular 3D printing. Okay. Um, they print the, the shell of the letter and then they do like a, a semi transparent resin fill on it and then apply color to the back of that and then put LED strips behind it and oh, it looks amazing. Look at it. I want to do I want to do something very simple like I don't want to start with uh, you know giant coverville letters behind me so maybe I'll you know actually TMS good good three letters good uh, easy one to do so maybe I'll uh, Yeah. Maybe you, I'll do this. You could integrate our uh, we had that logo with the big sun behind the clouds doing the face. Yeah, this could, one this giant one that I have here next to me that is out of slightly out of frame, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, see that would work. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I'm just watching. Yeah, that. isn't that cool? It yeah. looks so damn cool. He's got one of those big fatty mice that helps your wrist not break or whatever. Do you see that? The big old hand. Yes, right. The uh, the little the vertical Logitech. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think I could use one. Like maybe maybe I could get used to it. It just looks like it's. I weird. tried for a while because there was a while that I was having some real wrist problems, and uh, and so I picked one of those up and I was trying it out, and it's like, oh, that's this is kind of cool if I got used to it, if I had the time to get used to it, and. Uh, um, did not, uh, <laughs> did not continue using it and did not get better at using it. Yeah. I use, I sometimes have to put a brace on cause I fold my hands mm-hmm. at night and, uh, Oh yeah. yeah. This is literally like a grown ass freaking middle-aged man sleeping with his hands like a chicken. Yes. I see. I do the same thing. Like yeah. I'm on my side and I've got my hands curled up like, like I'm a freaking Siamese cat. Yeah. Exactly. You're yeah. like a fetus yeah. again. We're just like, mm. I will say, so you remember that um, that Philips headset thing that I picked up that looked like an IUD? Mm. Uh, <laughs> I stand behind that yeah. because Dr. Jerry Tolbert confirmed that it looks like an IUD, and yeah, why he's, not? He's one of the voices in this world I trust. Mm. And uh, but 
so I've been using that with the Better Sleep app, right? So I, I, you know, put it on when I go to sleep. I have no problems falling asleep, but I put it on when I go to sleep. And in addition to music, the Better Sleep app also has um, tired tales or uh, sleep tales or something like that. And there are these little stories, sometimes nonfiction, sometimes fiction, and it. Um, and it's somebody reading, and it's always the same thing. It's different voices, but it's always, All right, I'm going to tell you the story <laughs> of Otis the Cat. Oh, yeah. And uh, Is it always uh, an accent? It's like an accented person? No, no, but there's, there's a couple. The one I listened to last night had an accent. Uh, before we get started <laughs> with the story, push your head down into your pillow be comfortable. Wow. Pull the covers way up. Wow. Get warm. Now. <laughs> yeah. Close your eyes. Yeah. This sounds like take, my jam. Take a deep breath. <laughs> this is about the time I fall asleep. I have not heard yeah. a single sleep tale story. Oh, and it's sometimes not, you not say a single some, one. Like for whatever reason, I pick a different one every night, even though I'd never heard the previous one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all I remember from Beauty and the Beast is the introduction where the woman describes the Beast's castle. Oh wow! Imagine a a German castle with snow on. The maybe your sub, <laughs> maybe your maybe your subconscious is fully aware of the rest of the story, and, and you know at some level you've yeah, heard. Maybe, it. although. You know, the one last night was about a, a cat that escaped out the door. Because I, I read the description, not because I heard the story, but because I right. read the description. A cat that uh, goes around the neighborhood and discovers things because he got out the door. And uh, who knows? Maybe in my head, maybe I subconsciously absorbed, like you said, absorbed the story. Sure. But I don't I, I don't remember actually hearing the story. You, you and I have exactly the flip side of the sleep issues. You get up. You don't sleep long or you wake up too early or, you know, you can't sleep middle mm-hmm. of the night. Mm-hmm. I sleep fine once I'm asleep. It's mm-hmm. the getting there I can't do. And you're oh, really good wow. at that. And I don't know why I can't do it. My brain's just like, you bap, 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 before I'll, I'll tell you what it is for me. And it's not this, it's not the little sleep headphones. It is the CPAP. The mm. CPAP is basically, cause, cause I never put the CPAP on recreationally right like i'll i'll sit and watch a movie i'll read a book and those are things that can in the right circumstances put me to sleep but there's never a time that i say you know what i'm just gonna put the cpap on and hang out for a while my body is trained that when that cpap goes on my face it's there's a countdown that Mm. starts Mm. and it just it just knocks me right out it's almost like a mask with uh uh, you know, like before a surgery. chloroform in it or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like countdown from 100, sir, that kind of thing. Right, yeah, exactly. A little anesthesiologist up there saying, uh, okay, uh, close your eyes, Brian. And uh, I want to go to my doctor and say, you. can I get a CPAP even though I don't need one? Like technically, I don't need one. Because I'd really, <laughs> you, totally you know. You could even just get the mask, but just, you know, it's that thing, and I'm sure Wendy would 100%. There's a there's a probably a term for this, but it's you're basically associating sleep with that feeling, and your body says, "Oh, there's that thing pressing on my face." Zonk. Mm. So so really, all I need to do is come up with something that is the associative thing, right. right? That you only associate with sleep, that you don't do any other time of the day, or don't ever do recreationally or whatever. Yeah. That you only that you only use for sleep and that will that will train you to sleep when you 
when you do that one thing. A, a, a plastic glad bag with no holes in it. That'd do it. Yeah, That'd there you right go. That, that'll uh, work every, works every time. Yeah, one time. <laughs> 100% work, of the time works every time. Yeah, it'll never <laughs> not work if you keep it on. <clears throat> That's interesting. I didn't know that was a thing, but I, I don't, yeah. I currently have nothing to glom onto that makes me want to go to sleep. I just have this right. thing. Although there are times where I'll like on a Sunday afternoon, hit the couch, put my head on a pillow and immediately I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'd like to have that at night, please. Why yeah. can't I have that yeah. at night? What's the deal? Right, right. Yeah, I wonder if you could do something um, like a squishy ball or something like that that you that you hold. But that see, that doesn't even. I, oh, I don't know if your body would recognize that as a sleep thing. You'd have to. Yeah, it'd Pavlov, have to put you're you basically Pavloving it. Right. You'd have to, and you'd also have to somehow convince yourself the first time you use it that it's that that's what it does. Because yeah. I would still have that. I don't know, maybe squishing something like do that. You, I yeah, I was just going to say, do you use a sleep mask? No, I don't do it. I, I use nothing. I, I lay down and then I my brain... So maybe, maybe you do a sleep mask and associate the sleep mask with um, with going to sleep. What if I squeeze, you know, like, I could squeeze this guy? Just sit there. Yeah, but see, then you're you're flexing your... your you're tensing up is the yeah. problem. Yeah, that and that's not conducive to sleep, is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I think I think I might have remembered one of my uh, stories beginning with uh, "relax your entire body, <laughs> let all the tension go." That was the last thing I think I heard before I zonked yeah, out. Yeah, except your right hand, which will squeeze this little man. Right, exactly. Um, but uh, all right. Yeah, but since I've been doing the sleep headphones, sleep completely through the night up until about five thirty, about half an hour before my alarm goes off. So I. I hop out of bed, I um, hop over to the couch, put my ear AirPods in, and watch uh, a Peep Show episode uh, this morning, interrupted by a light to my right, and it was the UPS, it was the Amazon Prime guy dropping off some resin, and and I looked over, and I swear to God, I mean, I had a, I had a blanket covering me, <laughs> but I could have sworn he looked, he looked at me watching TV, I'm like, ah! <laughs> Did your did your eyes meet you and this guy? Yes. Driver? Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, when he sent the photo of uh, you know how they always have to send you the photo to prove that they dropped your package off. Yeah. Uh, I I really I zoomed in to see if I was in the photo, shirtless but covered with a blanket in the background watching Peep Show. That would be amazing. That would be hilarious. We would yeah. show it here. We would show it on this show right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah. I looked and there was nothing. You couldn't see anything. Damn it. Just the reflection of his uh, his flash. Yeah. He took uh, he took three thing. of those photos for himself that, that featured <laughs> he you. He might have. Yeah. Only turned the flash on for the third one. Yeah. I, my question about the sleep thing is, you said it does yeah. fiction and nonfiction. Are the fiction yeah. nonfictions like... Um, Bill Clinton really was attracted to the young girl in the blue dress. I mean, what, what, yeah. what's that about? What do you uh, do let there? Let me tell you. Let's see. Let me pull up a um, better sleep. Um, there was one about Galileo. Um, and Figaro. Um, let's see here. Nonfiction. So here are the nonfiction ones. Under the Northern Lights of Iceland, Christmas in Strasbourg, The Road to Green Gables, the Red Shoe Diaries. Just kidding. The Sleep Encyclopedia, <laughs> Volume 2. The Story of Sheep. Oh, I should listen to that and maybe um, subconsciously absorb some talking points for Dr. Nikki. Yeah. The Glacier Express. Gaudi's Dream of Barcelona. Oh, you can find out about the Sagrada Familia. Um, the Netherlands by Train. So I don't know. Weird. I don't think I've done any of the... Um, oh, no, I did Galileo. 
but that's the only nonfiction one. So they're not really like, they're not like news events or anything. It's just like no, 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 no. Galileo be stared into the sky it's, and saw yeah, lights. It's got to be the most contro- non-controversial thing possible. So it's not going to be, you know, how Trump. Uh, convinced half of the country <laughs> that, he didn't, that he won the election by <laughs> by Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. It seems like that yeah. would be not conditional. Yeah, that would sleep. be problematic. No, it's got to be the most uh, the most. I wouldn't sleep. Not boring, but calming. Like talking about the train in the Netherlands by train, right? Or yeah. or the road to Green Gables. Or <laughs> it would be funny yeah. if it was today's headlines, like. It would oh, go. God, it would not. Yeah, I would. I would. Today, four stealth jets dropped bombs on Yemen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a thousand people it, were killed innocently, while only the target was hit marginally. Sure. Tune in tomorrow. Like BBC News, <laughs> a nice little British accent. Uh, <laughs> BBC America. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I like it. So yeah. So basically, um, this is Brian in bed listening to that. Yeah, like, I know, right? Yeah, this is the problem I already have. I don't need. Yeah, I don't need exactly. more of it. Exactly. No. That's cool. I like it. I think uh, you're better off for it. I wish I had a tr- trick like that. I will have to come up with something. About yeah, when- or get one of these headphones. I mean, maybe that's the thing that that. Oh yeah. You. you know what? I heard you're not the first person to say that those work. Um, yeah, they're great. Phillips. Um, Do you have a link or here? Let me just. Amazon. I'm gonna give you a link because uh, Phillips cocoon. A couple of old guys cocoon. talk about the relevance. K O K O O N because maybe there's a no I don't think I get oh here's a um, twenty percent off with code Google twenty that's really good actually yeah let's see twenty percent yeah that's nothing that's not nothing yeah that's that's nothing that's right. not nothing that's not nothing yeah um all right um, I'll look yeah, into these this are those, these are those fancy IUD headsets here nice but now now it's it's you know now when I travel it's going to be the CPAP and this and. Uh, there it is. Oh, that does look like that. Holy crap. Look at that big yeah. wi- wide ass IUD girls. Look at that yes. ladies. <laughs> it looks like it looks like both an IUD and a an uh, a uh, op art representation of the uterus at the same time. Yeah. You know what? It's funny we bring up Philips because I'm under the impression that Philips is doing it so wrong from a capitalist standpoint. Here's what I mean. Okay. Everything I own that Philips makes, and I have yeah. Sonicare toothbrush, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. a uh, water pick thing they make, and I have a shaver, like a trimmer oh, that yeah. they make. Uh-huh. Yep. All of them I've had forever. <laughs> Their batteries never <laughs> die. They never break. They never stop working properly. I've had this toothbrush for something like 10 years. I've replaced the tips yeah. a bunch, but they still works perfectly every time. I don't understand. Did they not get the memo about planned obsolescence? Right, make it, and- exactly. Make it break down uh, just shortly after the warranty period. So, you know, we, we, we've designed a, a product that's guaranteed to work for a year, and then it will crash horribly. Yeah. That's crazy to me, though, how good their stuff is. Yeah. They should make more yeah. stuff I want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how that'll work. Well, anyway, uh, let's move on. We got a thing here. Uh, I finished Squid Game. By the way, oh yeah, good. Okay, I Excellent. really, 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 really like that series a lot. Yeah, it's good. Um, big shock, everybody. Good. A very popular thing was good. So I decided to take your advice, and I rolled directly into oh the good. Uh, into game the challenge. show. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's a okay. I'll say this so that there's no spoilers or anything. But that first yes. episode with um, 
uh, they do the red light, green light. The stuff red light, green that. light. Yeah, and, and all you can think about while you're watching that is these poor people having to just sit there. Yep. yep. Oh man, it's rough. But there's yeah. this guy who annoys me to no end. Uh huh. <laughs> and I'm sure some of that's trumped up by the way that they edit and everything else is fine. Yeah, you know, th- that's the thing. Like, you look at this stuff and say, all right, how was this? Because now I, anything like this, I look at with a very critical eye and say, how did they edit this to make him look worse? Yeah. Or or did they really just edit it? <laughs> did they just give you his greatest hits and say, wow, you know, you just you just pick like five moments from this guy and he's a douche. Kind of yeah, I, I assume it's like a ton of B-roll because they don't know who's going to win. So they get a bunch yeah. of B-roll ahead of time or maybe it's afterwards. Yeah. See, I just don't know. But this one guy's so annoying. Yeah. And I thought for sure when they were going to, because they had the little secret meeting with a couple of people where they where they kick somebody out, but they don't yeah. tell anyone that they did it. Yes. I'm sure yeah. that's going to bite him in the butt later. Um, just have a feeling. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the guy they picked is not the guy I would have picked. The guy I would yeah. picked is the one that oh. won't shut up about how awesome he thinks he is. Yes. Yeah. Damn it, that guy. Hate oh, him. I know. I know. And I have a feeling um, I'm going to have to watch his bullcrap the whole damn series. So we'll see. Uh, no. Well, I mean, no, no, you don't necessarily. We'll see. Good. I don't know without saying anything. I won't take that as a spoiler. Um, I take that as hope. That's hope for that's me. That's hope. The, um, I do like the the mother and son. And I and after Nicole said that uh, they actually rigged things to, to make it so that the mom could um, – to cross uh, could make it across the finish line during red light green light i did searches and all i could find was somebody on reddit saying oh yeah i heard from one of the producers that they rigged the game so that the mom could get and uh, get through and and from there apparently it just spread like wildfire maybe that's, there's more out there but i did my yeah that's not enough that's, i did my googlist to uh to find information that's about not that, nearly that really, enough to convince that me. really bumped me out hearing that and i wanted to not uh i wanted that to to not be the case and so far, no, no real confirmation other than somebody on Reddit saying that that's not enough that. for me. I need more than that. Yeah, bring receipts they, if you're going to make claims. Bring receipts, everybody. <laughs> then I'll then I'll believe <laughs> Dr. you. Doctor yeah. Kellen says they made the people stand out in the cold for hours without coats, filming red light, green light. That was done in a in a in a warehouse, in a room, in a in a building. Don't think they were out in the cold. It just looked like it was out in the like out out in a. Somehow I find uh, it appropriate that the show's got controversy. Somehow that works. Yeah, for I me. do too. Yeah, exactly. Kind of feels kind of feels like that is the only part of this that's kind of right on the money. Yeah, right? kind of like that. <laughs> anyway, I, I really enjoyed it so far. I think the, them leaning into it is really funny. Although I do think it's hilarious that the guard guys in red with the symbols on their faces. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that the little control room. All they did was buy a bunch of joysticks and buttons for like making your own arcade game. <laughs> oh, that whole you know. The stuff they do to kind of world build just feels so, that feels so silly. That feels yeah. really, really dumb. I mean, on the one hand, I'm um, like, I get it because you're trying to keep the motif and, you know, you've right, got to lean exactly. into it or whatever. But I, on the other hand, I'm just like, dude, that, I, I, Amazon has those for 15 bucks. That's for if you're making your own little Raspberry Pi arcade machine. I know what that is. Don't try to make me think yeah. it's high tech or cool. It's not. And I doubt right. very much him hitting that button made their thing pop it's some other device that's making their thing pop right right the squibs yeah the squibs i yeah, do no, like dr. the squibs though. dr kelly i know that they had to stand for hours dude uh oh hypothermia look at that i mean they're inside that what you're seeing in that photo is not an actual wheat field in the background of red light green light but uh so some, i guess they just didn't heat that freaking warehouse they don't look cold 
to me. A-holes. Yeah. All right. I didn't see anybody shivering or whatever. Mm-mm. Well, whatever. I mean, I, no. I'm not trying to defend it. I just, you know, I need more than just someone said something, you know. Wait until you get to, um, see, there's one thing that the that the game show uh, has advantage-wise for people or disadvantage-wise for entertainment purposes is that just about everybody in the game show has seen the actual show. Mm. So... Um, there's a very interesting development and almost heartbreaking development that happens for the, um, the cookie tins, uh, oh. Oh. situation that you're about to get to. So is that the next, that's probably the next game, isn't it? I think that'll be the next game. Yeah. Do they kind of yeah. do the ones that they base on the show? I assume they do in kind of the same order or similar order. I would think roughly, but they have to add a few things. Okay. Um, so there that, are, there are new games created for, for the game show that weren't in the TV show. Plus they have the nighttime, um, you know, they've, they've gamified the, we're back in the dormitory time, uh, with like the two people who got, who had to p- pick somebody out or whatever. Like they're doing all that stuff, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I like it so far though. It's good. It's good stuff. And I really, really, really like the series. I thought it was awesome. And I can't wait for more of that. Um, we got a, speaking of TV shows, we got an email from, let's see, Justin in Fayetteville. He says, Hey, slap and Belcher. This is about season three of true detective, which I <laughs> finished what a month ago or three weeks. That's ago, right. You whatever. did your rewatching of all three seasons or just two and three, two and three. I'd seen one. So I hadn't seen two or three. So I watched those. And oh, so this wasn't a rewatch. That's right. This was the initial. Yeah. Watch. Okay. And I think I'm three or two, maybe into the new one. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty much all in on that show right now. Anyway, he says, hey, Slap and Belcher. That'd be you. You're Belcher. <laughs> I'm Belcher. That's yeah, fine. That's, that's okay. Fine. Mr. I'll take that. You're Mr. Belcher. That sounds, why does that sound familiar? Because uh, Bob's Burgers. Oh, Bob Belcher. Duh. <laughs> I had him. I had Belvedere, but that ain't right. Oh, yeah. Mr. Belvedere. Sure. Yes. Uh, in a recent episode, Scott mentioned he watched or rewatched seasons two and three of True Detective. Season three uh, was shot where I live, which was a big deal because it was 100 million plus production on that thing. Shortly after the production began, I learned that my old childhood childhood home was being used in the series. Ooh. Uh, it was not until the wow. show aired that I recognized it was the house of Mahershala Ali's character, uh, Wayne <laughs> well, Hayes. That's not just being used in the series. That's a fairly important uh, location. Holy cow. Yeah, and the way they use it to show time jumps and stuff. It's yeah. A big, it's a yeah. big deal, that house. He says it was uh, it was used throughout every single episode. There are many scenes at that house, interview scenes, and Wayne when he is older, scenes in the kitchen, dining room, scenes in the backyard, and a number of scenes in my old bedroom, which had been furnished to look like a library. Much wow. of the d- uh, decor of the house was unchanged from when I saw it twenty five plus years ago, uh, which I uh, sorry, which is probably why it was chosen. So it was bizarre to see the inside of my old house, nearly the way it looked when I lived there. And every week in the series, I have old friends from school who are scattered across the country who watched the series and were freaked out at seeing my old house week after week on HBO. Anyway, it was distracting as hell to have this going on while I was trying to watch that season's episodes. I wonder if you have ever experienced something similar to this. Love the show, though, Justin. Uh, Justin, this happens all the time. Anytime it's something shot where I live. So if I see uh, the Sandlot, anytime I see the Sandlot, I recognize every location, including the actual Mm -hmm. Sandlot. It's all stuff I've seen in person or been to. Um, and that happens a lot when something's filmed here. Do you remember, um, do you remember the movie in this eighties or late, maybe it was er- very early eighties called S- Susanna smiles or something no. like that. Okay. No. It was this really heartfelt kind of these kidnappers took this girl, but, and it was just for money and they ended up 
she really she really like rubbed off on him, meaning they just really liked her in the end and, and felt bad for her. And it became like they were almost like I don't know, I don't even know if you could do this today because we just kidnappers are dicks, right? But yeah, but they but they <laughs> they became attached. And it was it Susanna Smiles? Susanna it sounds like uh, what's what was the one? Uh, uh, Bette Midler and Judge Reinhold sounds like that, right? Um, yeah, horrible people or intolerable people. Uh, no, Intoler- it was called uh, ruthless people. Ruthless people, people. kind of like that. Oh, Savannah Smiles. Her her name was Savannah. Smiles. Okay. Anyway, it's right. a big deal around here because all of it was filmed in the city and we recognized everything. So it is distracting for me to see stuff where I know where it's been sure. filmed. And I assume it's got to be similar for you if you see something in Denver for sure. or whatever. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, which is actually between both, like shared between both of us, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, your your airport and our yep. uh, Aspen or what was it? Uh, Aspen Streets? Aspen, uh, someplace. No. Someplace out there in the mountains. Um, when the real world was filming in Denver, that was probably the, the most like, oh, yeah, I know that place. Oh, my God. Why are they going there? Oh, that's a horrible place to eat. Don't mm-hmm. do that. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> it was like that for TV. And I way back in whenever that uh, that season uh, aired. Yeah, and for that movie, it would have been what ninety four. So ninety four for Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, in the early right? early nineties, yeah. both uh, Colorado and Utah had really good tax breaks for filming. Yeah. So we got yeah. a lot more stuff done out here. That all ended, and that's why everybody went to Georgia. So I'm guessing if you live in Georgia now, mm-hmm. everything looks familiar because everything's filmed in Georgia now. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. Every movie, every series, like everything, like you get to the end of it, happily, lovingly filmed in Georgia, and uh, listen, yeah. that's great for our friend Dodd. Good job, Dodd. Yeah, good job. And Amy and, and Chuck, you guys ought to try to get some cheap cameo going on, you know, just like <laughs> right, Ibit, totally. Ibit bomb in the next MCU movie or something. There you go. Have somebody in the background just. Ah! I love yeah, that idea. Perfect. perfect. Anyway, uh, uh, Thunderbolts. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they don't see this in the edit. You know that kid. No, po- no, let's go right by him. Nobody's gonna see that. Yeah, like no. the kid in uh, uh, Back to the Future Three pointing at his crotch. They didn't. That's right. No one thought Jules to take that out. And Vern. Yeah. What? Stop that, Vern. <laughs> they didn't acknowledge it at all. So come on. Vern man. clearly has to pee. Marty, can you take him to <laughs> Marty? He's got to Marty. pee. <sighs> it's your kids. He has to go back to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Which means actually, you don't want to jump forward. You don't want to use a bathroom back then. Just right. a hole in the ground. Right. You don't want that. Well, anyway, thank you, Justin from Fayetteville. That's a fun little deal. And then we got uh, some Morris Code stuff from our old pal, Jeff Sire. You know him from such things as Canada. Canada, yeah. Yeah, he's up there. Perfect. Canada! And he has this to say. Uh, Scott and Brian, you guys are talking about the Mission Impossible song being Morris Code. Brian like uh, likely knows this, but the Rush song YYZ is also Morris Code. Did you know that, Brian? Yes, it's funny. It sounds like you're saying Morris code. I always do. I, my bad. Okay. It's Morse code, but I always say Morris. Morris, and I don't know why. Yes. So I, know. I think Chuck my dad Morris probably code. did. Yeah, yes. Chuck Norris code. Um, <laughs> he says it's how the song starts. The story is that when the band was flying back to Toronto, they were invited into the, con- the cockpit to talk with a flight crew as they were approaching the city. As they talked, a beeping noise started, and Neil Pert, the drummer, asked what it was. The pilot said they had crossed the outer markers for the Toronto airport and the beeping was Morse Morse code for YYZ, which is the three-letter airport code for 
uh, Pearson or Pearson International Airport, Jeff Sire. I That's didn't cool. know that at all. That's cool. I, I knew I knew the the YYZ was Morse code. I didn't know didn't know how that came about. I did a uh, an episode of Guess the Connection. I'm trying to figure out when this was based on these these uh, uh, the dates of the the songs I picked for it. But um, you actually hear Morse code in a lot of pop music. Mm. Uh, uh, YYZ is a good example. Um, Astronomy Domine by Pink Floyd. Mm. From, I didn't know that. From their early albums. Planet Claire by the B-52s. I didn't know that either. She came from Planet Claire. How, what part of it is Morse code? Morse code, just the 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 beginning of of Planet Care, uh, Claire is all Morse code. It's uh, really do, 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 and then it goes into the keyboards. Oh, I can hear it now. All right, um, London Calling by the Clash what? ends with Morse code. Yep, at the end where he goes, never had a like a like a like a like a, and it's and you hear the Morse code at the end of that uh, at, the, at the end of that song. Love it. And I have SOS by uh, ABBA in here as well, but I think that was just because that's frequently typed with Morse code. I don't <laughs> think ABBA has any Morse code in, uh, but it's, you know, it, yeah. nobody, you know, that, that came about because of Morse code, that phrase. That, yeah, uh, but they definitely need help is what they're saying. They need help. They do. They need help. Uh, mm. That's great. Also, this is a little surprising because I thought, I thought it was notorious that um, Neil Pert, drummer for Rush, would never fly. I thought he would only drive or motor oh, his bike. Yeah, I, no kidding. I wonder. I wonder. That's I right. want to know the full story in that because maybe everyone, that was maybe that was it. Because he would go. He would get into that. I, mean, I think it was even Jeff who told us this, where he would get into his big his big uh, Momo cycle and just drive forever, <laughs> like do three thousand mile trips for concert right. events and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Yeah. Uh, Art Chicken, yeah, there's a Kraftwerk song. I actually had it pulled up here. It's just not as well known. The Kraftwerk song, because that was the other one I chose for the for the episode, was uh, Radioactivity uses uh, Morse code. Oh, that's cool. That's great. Yep. You know what I love? I love London Calling. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Yes. Now that I yeah. know that, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen closely to the end and hear God, the Morse code. Great, great album really from start to finish yep. such a good album and yeah. what do you think the chances today that today's title will be Morris something <laughs> right yes you uh, know? it'll probably be Morris code yes and it's exactly. funny because I've been watching David Morse on uh, oh sure on St. Elsewhere and I don't I don't ever say David Morris so I don't know what's wrong right, with me right I don't know yeah. it's weird anyway uh, let's get to today's news we have some we yeah. need to share it with the world and here comes the intro for it, right here. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by... My debut novel, Healing Notes, is getting released on February 13th, 2023. That's a year ago. They probably meant 24. Yeah, I think I'm they guessing. meant 24. Typo. Uh, it will be available in ebook and paperback wherever you normally buy books. This might not be the next great American novel, but it is a sweet demisexual romance about healing from trauma, going to therapy, and facing the unexpected and very relatable parts of life together. While it's mostly a romantic drama, I've sprinkled in as much humor as I can manage to balance out the more heavy elements of the story. Story. Finally, I promise that while the spices are rated, you will not encounter any version of the phrase, oh my God, you're so big, anywhere in this book. <laughs> that book again is called Healing Notes, 
And we don't have an author in here, but uh, oh yeah, does oh, she not? Malia, Malia Emery, uh, congratulations on getting published. I love this. Yeah, isn't uh, that cool? I love it. Healing notes wherever you get your books. Yep, very very cool. Love to hear when one of our own is uh, doing something red. Oh show. Uh, pizza shop. We got a pizza shop in the news. Uh, unforeseen circumstances. I'm sorry. It should have been. Uh, it should have been un- unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> Uh, was typoed as unforeseen circumcisions yeah. uh, went viral. A Pizza Hut location in northern Ontario has gone viral for its pizza. Uh, um, not for its pizza, but and, or specials, by the way, but rather for an unfortunate typo. I actually saw this well before I found the article, and I saw it, I don't remember where, TikTok Of course, yeah, this this was uh, all over the place uh, for a while, but I love, the, I love that we're talking about it. It's a rough one. Autocorrect yes. and typos have become a commonplace in the business world in signs, emails, and advertisements. But in an age of social media, they rarely go unnoticed. That's the deal. Last week, mm-hmm. the Pizza Hut location in Timmins, Ontario. <laughs> Which, apparently, the town of Timmins opens in a new town. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Is that how I get, to, is that how I get there? <laughs> you open a new town and you're in Timmins. <laughs> That's a very funny thing for them to put. Why would you say this? In your article, well, I think I think when you copied and pasted, yeah, I think because that's a that's a uh, that would be a link, right? So some kind of in, metadata. Your copy and paste, it's not a link, but it's basically just letting you know. By the way, when you click that, it will open in a new tab, so yeah. you won't lose this article. It's probably programmatic where they, yeah, it's if you looked at it, it'd be a link, but it translates it to this when you copy it. I don't know. Anyway, it closed its doors at the last minute and post uh, posted a sign that said. Uh, they were closing for unforeseen circumcisions on the door. Uh, Which makes sense because I've never had to leave a tip at uh, Pizza Hut. No. You know what? They don't need your tip. Well, sometimes yeah. they say we need just the tip, and then Brian leaves just the tip. <laughs> just just drive that joke in the ground. Yeah, I, let's do it as far as notice we notice I stopped. Yeah. Let's just keep it going. Let's keep that thing alive. Uh, there's, there, oh, it's dead. Yeah, there's your uh, sign, everybody. <laughs> Due to unforeseen circumcisions, the dining room will be closed this evening. Sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> Open for takeout and delivery only. And then, Love it. Then they pointed out that uh, George Decay retweeted it, which I hate articles that just talk about how people tweeted it. You know? Yeah. Like right. that's news. Yes, that's uh, like we need to fill some more space. I know, and we can get some SEO of uh, quality names in there that people will find. Yeah. Um. At least. At least they don't do the dumb thing that that people seem to do, which is put quotes around what they deem to be the most important part of the sign. Mm, so mm. the dining room will be closed this evening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> it's weird. I don't understand the, yeah. the the psychology behind sign making. But I will say yeah. this: What if it was circumcisions, and we just we're all laughing? We all think it's a typo. What maybe if- it was. Maybe maybe it was like a, a whole group of them said. Crap! I need a, I need a quick circumcision. Yeah, me too. Oh no! Close. We yeah. gotta. The pizza cutters look like they might do the job. You know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. somebody had an accident. Maybe two of them because it's it is. Oh, plural. I see what you're saying. Like the um, sure. Yeah, those those pizza, the dough mixers have a big twirling blade in them. And you worked there, right? Can you? I never work worked there? at a Pizza Hut. Who am I thinking I did work, of? I did work for Pizza Hotline and Dano's Pizza growing up. I think and, I'm thinking uh, of Tom Merritt or somebody. Somebody we know worked there. Actually worked for a um, yeah. worked for an actual Pizza Hut. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just trying to think if there was any anything they would be doing there that would cause their um, their junk to get circumcised. 
<laughs> horrible story. Horrible story. I mean, you know, like you said, the pizza cutter. That's that's definitely a. Uh, that's definitely the way it goes. Yeah, Jeez. that's that's what you can expect. How about this? A man partied for four days, unaware that he had been shot in the head. Oh man. Oh geez. So apparently, the part of his brain that he got shot in was the part that recognizes that you've been shot in the head. That's right. Dr. Tolbert, could you please tell us which part of the brain stores our information <laughs> about where we're shot? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So this is how it works. Sounds like massive head wound Harry a little bit. Um, imagine partying with your friends for four days while also being completely unaware that the entire time you had a bullet lodged in your head. Well, university student Mateus Facio Facio, I don't know. Facio? 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 F-A-C-I-O. I don't know. Uh, Required an emergency operation after doctors made the astonishing discovery that he had bullet fragments in his brain, according to Indy 100. It's a website of some sort. (laughs) I was hoping it was like a... uh... Like a racetrack? Like a racetrack, yeah, that just does news. Before we do the new race, we'd like to announce... Dude, got a bullet in his head and party for four days. Got a bullet in his head. (laughs) Party for four days. (laughs) They only give the news every loop. Every year, they they've really got to pare it down to just a couple words every time. I like that. Uh, let's see. He initially went to the hospital after experiencing some unexplained arm spasms. I think it's explained, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were at the time unexplained, and uh, now they're very much explained. Yeah, we have an explanation now. It says uh, he'd been shot on New Year's Eve. However, the 21-year-old simply thought he had been hit in the head with a rock or something. Uh, seemingly oblivious wow. to the seriousness of his injury, Faseo, Fascio, whatever, uh, carried on with yeah. his life as normal, swimming with his friends in the sea, partying, and visiting the beach. When yeah, you say visiting the beach, and then not a, not a hole you want to get sand into. No. I mean, I guess nobody has a hole they want to get sand into, but a brain hole yeah. is not a hole you want to get sand or salt water into. Oh, my God. And your brain hole doesn't have like a sphincter item that'll block it from getting that'll in That'll uh, block it, right. Yeah. Exactly. You're going to get sand Jeez. in there, which is like getting glass in there because glass is made of sand. Yeah. Like, boom, yeah. boom. Look at the science on me today. Oh. Uh, it was days later uh, after traveling 200 miles from Rio de Janeiro to Lu- uh, Luis, or sorry, Luis. How would you say that? Uh, oh, uh, Huis de Fora? Okay. I don't well, know. you do pronounce the J in Rio de Janeiro, so it's probably, it could just be Juiz de Fora. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah, probably right. Uh, I can never remember which which Latin uh, languages pronounce the J as an H and which actually pronounce the J as a J. So this would be... Because um, you say Jalisco. Right. You don't say Jalisco, right? You right, say, but that's Spanish, not um, correct. Um, what, what's wrong with Portuguese? Me? Portuguese, geez. Portuguese, yeah. So Portuguese, Portuguese I think is, yeah. so, I think they they're different on the J. They're the hard J, yeah. Yeah, kind of like Spain that's, is. They do the the Barcelona thing, right? Barcelona, yeah. yes. Right. Which just never sounds right. I'm sorry to your whole nation. <laughs> oh, I like it. I kind of wish you know we uh, we use that all the time here. Uh, uh, it doesn't sound right just throws me can i put some cheese on your pizza (laughs) (laughs) see it's awful well unfortunate (laughs) (laughs) we had to close the restaurant circumcision yeah no no pizza for you (laughs) um anyway this neurosurgeon surgeon who treated fascio faccio faccio 
Flavio Flamentia or Fal- it's now Falcon Now it just feels Meta. like they're making up names, doesn't it? Yeah, but that yeah. name's great. Flavio yeah. Falcon Meta. Falcometa. Falcometa. That's yes, a- I am Dr. Falcometa. <laughs> I will find what has happened to your head. <laughs> Only my wife calls me Flavio. <laughs> um, he explained why the young man would have been getting arm spasms from the gunshot. Part of the bullet penetrated his brain, which caused compression in that area and led to his arm involuntary movements. Uh, it had ended up a few millimeters from where it did. It could have caused much more serious damage and left his arm or one side of his body completely paralyzed. It was very risky for the patient, but we believe that in 20 to 30 days, he will be able to continue with his normal life. Or as he would say it, continue with his normal life. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you will be fine. You will be fine in 20 to 30 days. Relax while I read you the story of <laughs> Otis. I can the only cat. I can only hear um what's Puss his and name? Boots? No, Antonio yeah, Banderas. Yeah, I'm telling you yeah. Banderas. <laughs> he just has a way with that stuff. Yeah. Um I suppose he says Barcelona, right? Cuz he's from Spain. He's from Spain. He he probably, yeah, he must. Or he changed yeah. it so he doesn't you know, he had to learn, unlearn it or something. I don't know. Does he, does he say he's Antonio Bandera? <laughs> Have you seen Desperado? <laughs> Once upon a time in Mexico. <laughs> the worst of his films. Perfect. Perfect um, yes. All right. One final story here. We got a, tr- a, tr- a trendy re- uh, Japanese cafes. Sure. Cust- customers are enjoying cuddling with pigs. This is a th- of course they do, yeah, yeah. because you know it's <laughs> makes perfect sense, right? Japan takes a fetish and makes a cafe out of it. Basically, That's is what right. they do. Yeah. Uh, next time you're in Tokyo, Brian, try this. First, they were cafes that allowed pets. Then came the cat cafes, where lattes uh, took second place to feline interaction. The latest craze in Japan, the pig cafe. It was wonderful and very relaxing and enjoyable, says Brad Loomis, a software engineer from Pullman, Washington, after visiting Tokyo's My Pig Cafe or Me Pig. Sure, Me, me Pig. Yeah, Probably Me, me pig. pig. What's that sure. you got there? Ah, that's Me Pig! <laughs> uh, with his 21-year-old daughter, Paige, they were among dozens of customers in a recent morning taking selfies and breaking into huge smiles. The pigs, a miniature breed, trotted around the room looking for a cozy lap to cuddle on. Oh. The pigs are uh, surprisingly quiet, although they do snort now and then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they don't like. I hope not. That would be a bad That's experience. That's the sound if you accidentally pour a latte on them. That is the sound they make. Yeah, but, uh, your hot yeah. coffee uh, pig. Let's see. They don't right. like to be alone, making for great companionship. Unlike the stereotype, they're very clean and don't smell. I mean, I already knew this. I already knew pigs are way cooler than we take them. Yeah, yeah. I pay. like pigs. I, this would be the best way too, right? Because you don't have to have them at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you could go here and experience uh, cuddling with them. This photo, uh, this top-down, uh, they're called micro pigs. That's interesting. I knew they were you know, saying that they're the small variety, but micro pigs. Wow. Is that why it's my pig or M-E-M-I pig? Oh, I'll bet. That's probably, yeah, a little abbreviation or a little... Uh, uh, well, let's take let's take a look here. Uh, this photo. Oh, yeah. Look at them. They're tiny. Oh. Yeah, they're tiny. And the uh, But look at the woman over on the far right. She has four pigs in her lap. Yeah. Dude next to her has zero. Doesn't seem right. Zero pigs. Why is she? Why is she a little pig hoarder? Is what she is. Yeah, this is some horse shit going on here. Yeah, I don't like that guy. <laughs> I don't like him at all. Oh, maybe <laughs> maybe it's her I don't like because she's hoarding the pigs. Maybe because she's she's hoarding the pigs. Yeah, she's a pig hoarder. Um, all right, sorry, my wife brought me a nice hot drink. Thank you, babe. Yeah, look at that. You're the nice. best. Carter, are you in here? Yeah. Oh, okay. We did a cat cafe when we went to. Um, 
Japan, but it wasn't a cafe with cats in it. It was a cat.、Uh, it was a cafe with、um, just themed. Like no, the servers were dressed as cats, but、yeah. not like in a mascot costume or furry costume way. They just had the ears and they walked around. You know. Oh my gosh, I want to die. There with their paws up, and like when you needed them, you had to go meow. <laughs> Can I get a refill on my diet coke? No. They made you do that. <laughs> They asked us to do that.、Yeah. And did you do it? Of course. Yeah.、Uh, went in Rome. Yeah,、Absolutely. went in Rome. I guess. Yeah. And we、wow. took a picture with them, and it was like it was like kind of like they were in maid costumes, but but because they have maid cafes as well, but they have. Uh, uh, this is like cat maids, kind of. <laughs> that is freak, freaking weird, dude. Yeah.、Uh, but it's Tokyo. This is what you do. This is how they do、yeah. it. That's right. We do have a we do have a couple cat cafes in Denver though. Like there's one I can go to that's maybe about 20 minutes from here, and、uh, you go in, you pay your money, you get a latte or whatever, and you sit down at a table, and a bunch of cats run around and play with string or hop in your lap or all sorts of stuff. I wonder how you manage that as a as the cafe owner. Are they are they trying to get a certain breed of cat? They're the these are friendly, cuddly ones. No, or- they they get them from a local、um, shelter, so you could actually adopt them if you if you you know you're sitting in there. It's like oh my god, this this calico is just adorable and loving on me. You could you know start the paperwork then and there. I think to adopt it. Yeah. So okay, here's the deal. I would not normally gravitate to a place like that, but if I was in the market for a cat rescue, I would、mm-hmm. absolutely、yeah. do this. I would go. Yeah, I would great, try the it's food. It's a great showroom. Like it's yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me sit in the Model X. Oh yeah, this is really comfortable. Does the seat recline? Oh, it does. Okay, I'll take this one. Yeah, kind of thing. And、yeah. I take a, I pick the hair out of my food. Would、It's、you you do a puppy cafe? Like being more of a dog person, you would totally do a、oh, puppy 100%, cafe. Oh, hundred percent, I would do a puppy yeah, cafe. Yeah, yeah. So or even old dogs.、Yeah. Like if it was a rescue like well, that, sure, that's cool.、Sure. I like that a lot actually. I think it would smell weird, but maybe they're good at that. I don't know. I like the the, the word, and by weird you mean、uh, horrible. <clears throat> horrible, yeah. <laughs> it would smell horrible. I mean, I like the smell of a like Car- Carter's dog Ripley. I can cuddle with her. I love how she smells, even、mm-hmm. when she's a little dirty. It's a it's like a、yeah. pure dog smell in her fur. I just love that. But Rainer, on the other hand, you give her three days on her own. I don't want to smell that, dude. She、mm-hmm. reeks. She she puts some, she excretes something gross. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I love my dog, but she excretes something. It's foul. Anyway, oh jeez.、Uh, let's take a break. When we come back from this、okay. break, we're going to spend some time with Amy and、uh, our little、yeah. segment we call "Read This." She's got a couple of clips today, so I'm excited to find out what we should、yeah. be reading, and、uh, we'll have a little smack talk about her time in Unreal Tournament yesterday. Why not? Uh, after that, we got、uh, you know just kind of summing things up. So if you're excited about anything I just said, you got to wait just a sec because Brian's going to play a song. What do you got? That's right. But don't worry, we'll give you something really cool to listen to while you're waiting for all that. That's right.、Uh, let's go to Baltimore、uh, for a group called the South Hill Experiment. This is cool.、Um, this is a couple of brothers named Baird and Goldwash. Um, who had、uh, a couple of records, Moonshots and Sunstrikes, in、uh, the last few years. KEXP、um, and KCRW have loved these things, and I can see why. After listening to this song, I was like, "Oh, I need more of this in my life." It's kind of electro funk,、um, a little bit of trip hop, 
a mm. little bit of a little bit of funk. I mean, this is so cool. Um, best thing to do is just let you listen to it. The brand new song is called "Little Monk." It features Carrie uh, Riggins, and uh, the the album, the single, just came out. They got a brand new uh, album coming out along with this as well. It's called "South Hill and Friends." It comes out March first. Here is "Little Monk" featuring Carrie Riggins. about some meat oh man i love some meat you know what's great you got to start your year off on the right foot we're already in february so you know you got to get going for me that means making sure we're eating well and having enough energy to do the things we want to do we're not gonna you know run to the butcher every day to get a fresh cut of quality meat the good lean stuff you know it's just not gonna happen that's why good chop is going to be a lifesaver for us here in the johnson home Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meat and seafood with no antibiotics, no added hormones, and it's delivered straight to your door on your schedule. Go to goodchop.com slash morningstream120 and get the code or use the code morningstream120 to get $120 off your first four boxes. Jeez, that's pretty good. So here's all you got to do. Uh, you got to go to the website and do what I just said. And then you got to be like me and look forward to what you got coming, okay? Here's what I know I have coming to me. Boneless ribeye steaks, boneless pork chops, and rockfish. Those are three things I love to eat. I love to grill. I love to eat these things. I can't wait to prepare them. And by that, I mean have Kim prepare them because she's better at that stuff than I am. But still, 
It's amazing uh, the quality you're going to get from these guys. And I can't wait. I'm, you know what? I'm really looking forward to their uh, 100% grass-fed ribeyes. How about their USDA prime filet mignon? Mmm. Free-range organic chicken breast, pork tenderloin, and thick cuts of bacon. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be really hungry for today's show. Anyway, uh, cannot wait. It's going to be great. You guys are going to be benefited directly by the kind of quality you're going to get from these. If you like meat, like I do, then you're going to be excited. The pro- products come in a vacuum-sealed and frozen uh, state, so there's you know peak freshness you can look forward to. You can stock your freezer and cook it when you want to. Pretty easy, pretty easy, pretty easy. And they're so confident in the quality of their cuts, they offer a 100% money-back guarantee. Uh, you know, love good chop or get your money back. It's that simple. They also offer sustainable and wild cut, or caught rather, seafood, salmon, Pacific cod, scallop, shrimp, and more. So you can get your seafood on. Go to goodchop.com slash morningstream120 and use the code morningstream120 to get $120 off across your four, first four boxes. That's code morningstream120 at goodchop.com slash morningstream120 for $120 off. You have no reason not to do this. Go try it out. Friday nights always brings out the weirdos. Oh, really? That's great. And we're back. Tell me more about that great band. Sure. Wasn't that awesome? The yeah. South Hill Experiment, uh, Experiment featuring Carrie Riggins doing a song called Little Monk. Check out the brand new album, which comes out March 1st. Sounds great. Lots of good music coming out in the early part of yeah. 2024. That new, yeah, that, full, sure that full complete uh, for, for uh, 90s Day. punk fans, that Green Day album's great. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Such a return yeah. to form. Not that their recent stuff has been bad or anything. It's just been a little yeah, more experimental. Yeah, but it's... This yeah, is like, this is, you remember Green Day? Well, guess what? This is Green, Green Day. Day's back. Yeah, baby. Pog form. That's <laughs> <clears throat> very good. Um, also, that Blink album's really good, and I'm not even that big of a Blink fan. That's very good. Cool. All right. Uh, let's get uh, Amy in here. Okay. And uh, okay. you know her as Red Fraggle 3, some, some of you. Okay. Because you follow her on YouTube or whatever it is, you know? And she does this thing where I have to play this little segment. So let me do that real quick. Where the hell is it? Here it is. One of the things that I enjoy also is reading. Oh, look who it is. It's Mrs. Robinson uh, joining us. <laughs> Never really thought of you that way. Cuckoo-cuckoo. Yep, that's right. It's good to have you here. Uh, how did you feel about yesterday's... Uh, play it was pretty fun right we had a good time oh man it was so much fun i actually when I, I when i set everything up to be able to play with you guys and i i got logged in i had never actually played unreal tournament before but i have played first person shooter deathmatch type situations before yeah and i got it all set up just to make sure that i you know i was all set up and I, so i played a little bit with the bots that dunaway has running on the server mm-hmm. and i was like Man, this is just as much fun as I remember, mm-hmm. and and I suck just as much, mm. if not more, yeah. than I remember. But man, it's fun. It's like, com- it's I- coming back to me like a like a bike, like riding a bike. It at first yeah. I was like rusty, and I was like, oh, I don't know, it feels feels off. 
And then it all comes flooding back. And I swear I felt 25 years younger last night. It was just like, this was, <laughs> right? this was all I was, I was like, into. And people don't. Right back into those times where, you know, we had T connectors and coax and mm-hmm. all that mess. You <laughs> yeah. know, you'd have to like, try to dial remember- up to play anybody. The, de- the default connection for playing online in this game is do you have a 56K modem? Like it literally asks you that. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. And I was like, that's awesome. wow, that's so funny. And I remember one time, um, his, my, one of my, one of my boyfriends that I dated when I was in college, that was the setup they had. And they had like both apartments, like the, their apartment and the apartment right across the hall from theirs. They had run coax between them so they could have these big land parties yeah. and they would play like quake and quake arena and stuff. And freaking at one point they had them hooked up to their speakers yeah. and the neighbors <laughs> called the cops because they were thought there was actual gunfire. Oh like my gosh. it was because they had it turned up too Jeez. loud. <laughs> That's amazing. See, this wow. is oh, yeah. all of that stuff where we would figure out ways. My, my, my neighbor and I did this with, with, uh, with phones. We would connect directly across the street from each other. There'd be a cable out in the road. And yeah. people would drive over that cable, really? like, <laughs> but we didn't care. We were just like, we got to play. And there was no better way to do it back then to, to get kind of the LAN experience. But uh, dial up was bad and people were picking up phones and all that. But the thing with this is, and people, I don't know if I talk about this very much, but Unreal Tournament is as much as anything in my life at the time is responsible for me jumping into content creation very early. Um, oh, if right. it, yeah. If it wasn't for that game, I wouldn't have done. Cause it was that. mods that you were doing a show for like a pot, like a, pre-podcast podcast yeah basically. that show was called uh what do we call it oh infiltration radio and the, and the mod was called infiltration something you still get installed people are interested in seeing what that was but um it was this kind of realistic mod for the game and i started making comics about it made a radio show about it there was no such thing as podcasting but we just had one and put it up on the web and people could download it and it is I look back now and it is very much that era is very responsible for where I started to at least point in. And that meant, you know, the forums that we ran and all this stuff that we did was very reminiscent of what even I'm doing today. So I just have so much love for it. Um, and to be able to get back into it and play with friends and blow some of your heads off was just a treat. <laughs> oh yeah. That was what so joy. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. And by that the way, great. Dr. Calhoun, sir, Oh, he's a bastard. He's a bastard. <laughs> really? Oh, funny. I saw him mention that he played with you guys, too. All right. I need oh to get in there. Oh, my gosh. He's, we a, had he's two... a bouncy little sucker, too. Like, he was, he no, was like, his, boing, boing, his boing. ability to dodge us, because we played Instagib on Facing Worlds, which anyone who knows Unreal Tournament will know what I'm talking about. It's this amazing map that really is maybe the greatest capture the flag map of all time. And in there, we had Instagib, the mutator that makes it so if I shoot you, Brian, with this with the laser uh, railgun thing, you blow up immediately. You just explode. There's okay. no oh, no taking okay. damage. One shot, you're dead. Calhoun <laughs> is a freaking boogie monster, just jumping. I mean, she's not wrong. He is everywhere, and I'm missing him constantly on that map. Just <laughs> I'm killing yeah. everybody else is fine. He is he oh, is wow. just a juker and a jiver. And uh, Doctor Tolbert showed up. He was he was he was a uh, surmountable but also difficult um fletcher like i mentioned some of these guys they didn't know had they, i didn't know they had the skills 
So anyway, it's really uh, fun. And I'm really glad Dunaway's running that server. Well, I'll join you and I'll be the easiest target uh, you can find. I will be. <laughs> no, nah, bro, that's me. I'm telling you, like you. So I have determined that my husband always says that he's like the worst dancer. And uh, but if we go somewhere that, you know, where there's dancing, he will yeah. be happy to go out on the on the dance floor and be the worst dancer so that everybody else in the room who thinks they're the worst dancer they can go out and dance. <laughs> okay. like you know he's i mean he's not elaine or anything but like you know it's yeah so anyway I, that's how i feel about my performance in unreal tournament i am the worst player so that nobody else has to be well didn't chuck <laughs> didn't uh didn't chuck get in for a second and chuck said um where's the where's the cleric or something <laughs> where's like that? the cleric yeah no he was he was like downstairs <laughs> watching it and we were oh. trying to goad him into playing but like he was like um no i don't see a cleric option so no thank you yep, no healers <laughs> so. And then people are like, well, we should get he- a heretic or Hexen on here. We should be. So yeah. right now we got all these ideas. But if anyone out there is like, dude, I, I love that game. What do I, how do I play? Um, if you want to be a part of our server, um, you know, often it fills up pretty quick. So just know that. But uh, you can hop in there any day. Just go to RetroGib. That's G-I-B, RetroGib.com. And Brian Dunaway set up all the info you need. Even if you don't have the game, there's a way to install it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, super super it's, fun. It's my situation, super, which is perfect. Yeah, super easy. It is if you follow the the brief, very brief instructions mm-hmm. that Dunaway has laid out there. Super easy. Yeah, like yeah. There's no step four. Yeah, <laughs> it's all very, three very steps. Yeah. yeah, and I would yeah. say that we'd go easy on you, but no, I won't. I will not go easy no. on anyone. <laughs> no, no, yeah. nobody's no going back. easy. I had one map where I was like, I literally didn't even get out of the weapons room. I was just like constantly, <laughs> my head was just constantly on the floor. I yep. was like, all right, well, yep. that's it for me. And it does that. <laughs> so. It does that vertigo thing where if you get headshot, your head is the camera view. And it oh, kind of yeah. fly, and the whole so the whole camera is like spinning when your head falls down. That's pretty great. Oh yeah. god, it's it's fun. All right, well, let's but, get to some um, book reading. Uh, back in '99, my uh, you know parents would have told their kids, "You need to read more books and play less Unreal Tournament." So, what what book should yeah. we read this week? All right, so I gave you two clips. Um, let's start with the young adult novel. Ah, that all I right, bought. I'll play this one. If we can't have a reasonable discussion in this classroom, then I'm going to have to end this lesson right now, he tells us. I want all of you to take out your grammar textbooks and start the exercises on pages 25 and 26. They're due tomorrow. Lucy regains some sort of courage and pipes up. Mr. Davies... That's not fair. We were having a reasonable discussion, but they... She nods her head over her shoulder, unable to look in Mitchell's direction again. Are the ones who ruined it. I don't understand why you're punishing all of us. Lucy, did I or did I not just announce to the class that it should begin the grammar exercises on pages 25 and 26 of the grammar textbook? Mr. Davies spits. Yes, but... Lucy begins. No, stop. Mr. Davies interrupts. Stop talking. You can add page 27 to your assignment. Mitchell and his friends collapse into laughter, and Lucy sits there, stunned. When the bell finally rings, I grab my stuff and head out as fast as I can. I spot Claudia making her way down the hall toward me. Hey, I say. Hey, she answers. What's happening? We just got all this grammar homework. Mitchell was bugging that new girl, Lucy, And instead of dealing with him, Mr. Davies just assigned the entire class all these extra pages of homework. Let me guess, Claudia says as we head down the hall. Make me a sandwich? Oh my god, 
However, did you figure that one out? I answer, my voice <laughs> thick with mock surprise. <laughs> mock surprise. Uh, no idea who that is or what this book is, but that voice is sure familiar to me. Am I supposed to know who that is? I don't know why it's familiar. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Hold on. I have the. I have the good. Susie Jackson is the uh, narrator. Oh, you know what, Chad? uh, Stephanie Inipet says, Kristen Bell, that is who I was thinking. That's who I was hearing. Oh, it definitely sounds like Kristen Bell, yeah. Yeah. And I could see that. It does not, it is not Kristen Bell. I kept thinking Amy Poehler when I was listening to it, but there's a reason for that. And the Mm. reason is this book is called Moxie, is written by Jennifer Matthew, and it has been adapted into a movie that is available for streaming on Netflix. So Mm. if, and it's, and it was directed and and produced by Amy Poehler. And oh. she's actually in it. As she plays uh, the main character's mom. And uh, this is a great story. My my daughter actually made me watch the movie. She's like, Mom, you got to watch this movie. It's great. And mostly because she knows I am... I am y'all know me. I'm very I'm very feminist and I, you know, I'm I'm usually very kind, very easygoing, but there are certain buttons that get pushed. Sure. And one of those buttons is school dress codes and it drives me freaking nuts because <laughs> they're always sexist as crap and yes. they always right. target girls and they, you know, and it's never evenly distributed, you know, it's just mm-hmm. it's just creepy. All of it's creepy and you know, the crap with Teachers pulling out rulers to freaking mm, measure girls' skirts. Oh, and oh gotcha. Stuff. Yeah, like I'm like <laughs> this is okay. Not Catholic school. Okay, gotcha. Mm. No, no, like it, yeah, like I yeah, mean, at like least making Catholic sure their hand is have... the right length from the floor mm. and all that. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys got it way worse than we did. We only got jock checks. We've talked about that before. Not everyone did, but we did, and that was about the only humiliating thing. But girls, they got subjected to every kind of like. Double check the yeah. length of this, and why is your neckline so low, and why is your hair cut the way it is? It was it was weird. Mm-hmm. Well, and everything is about like, oh, well, the way you're dressed is distracting, and I'm like, distracting to whom? You know, mm-hmm. like it's not distracting anybody I can see. Like, you know, and it's oh well, if your clothes are too revealing, then you might distract the boys. I'm like, wait, so I am responsible for the fact that. Peckerhead over there can't pay attention because my <laughs> shoulders are showing. So anyway, I don't want to get off on that that rant too much. But she knew that that would be uh, that I would I would resonate with this movie really really well, and so she made me watch the movie. And once again, my hey, I bet this is a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, red flags went off, and sure enough, here it was. It was a book, and I in, thoroughly enjoyed both the movie and the book. And there are enough differences to where even though I had already seen the entire movie, I was able to enjoy the book just as much. Like I knew the overall arc of the story and where it was going to go, but there were enough differences there to where uh, I really, really liked both of them. And, mm. you know, I mean, Amy Poehler's awesome. And yeah, I love her. Um, what's the name? What's the yeah. title again? Sorry. I meant to Moxie. Moxie. That's right. M O X I E. And, uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, basically, she sort of starts a little underground feminist movement um, by putting out a zine. Remember those? Mm-hmm. Remember zine? Mm-hmm. I met, I had a zine. I did a. It was yep. like Mad Magazine. It was a total ripoff, but I had one for a while. <laughs> yeah. So she she created a zine and just and like you know clandestinely distributed it around school and. Uh, sort of accidentally created a, a gigantic feminist movement in her school and 
leads to all sorts of interesting changes and activism and stuff. So yeah, I, uh, I recommend it for anybody who either is a teenage girl or has a teenage girl as a daughter, or, you know, just is interested in the stuff that, uh, teenagers are I, I just personally like reading young adult stuff mm. for the same reason i think scott that you like you know dealing with little kids it's like they just you know it's it's a more it, adults are boring adults are lame you know? I mean, adults are all yeah. set in their stupid ways and they suck yeah. and kids are amazing and then i just love content that is like i'll watch but there are 10 new episodes of bluey and they're all brilliant and the one about oh. art and drawing will make you cry. It made a grown ass man cry in the form of me. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Let this me tell you, so I good. had to last week I, I shared this with some people. I had to take my daughter to the hospital last week. And nothing is freaking worse than a children's hospital. Can I just tell you? I mean, my daughter's oh, seventeen. Yeah, I'm sure. She's she's seventeen, but she like just qualifies to still go to children's healthcare of Atlanta. And so that's like that's where we went. And uh and man, that is the worst because you're just surrounded by all these little kids who like don't understand why they're sick or whatever. But man, I was so happy. I look up and there's Bluey on the screen, yeah. you know, and I was like, oh, that makes everything's everything going to be all right. Yeah, everything's better. <laughs> Bluey's here. Nothing yeah. can go wrong. You know, I, Bandit will make everything better for I, all I of dread us. the day that show doesn't get is no longer in production. I really do. It's so good. I I feel like they're going to make enough of it that to where it'll be like, it'll, it'll just be perennial, you know, it'll just like stay around. It's like rewatchable kind of thing. Yeah. It already right, is exactly. like, you can, you can and sit down and watch any of them without any, like any hesitation. I never go, Oh, I've seen this one. It never happens. It's always good. It's like Futurama yeah. or any other, it's like Seinfeld, like even, uh, you know, other stuff where you just think of as a comfort watch cheers mm -hmm. first few seasons of cheers. It's just never not okay to see it. That's how bluey is. And maybe even more so it's so, so good. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick yeah. about this movie. The principal's mm -hmm. played by Marsha Gay Harden. Can I just say that a mean oh, principal cool. being played by her is a perfect casting? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> totally, it's, yeah. It's great. She is so, and that's one of the differences in the book. In the book, the principal is a guy. And I love them making that adaptation for the movie because it shows how, like, women can very easily adopt their own internalized misogyny and sure. you know project it onto the world and and just say oh well you just just you just need to you just need to ignore them and just redirect you mm -hmm. know like mm -hmm. you just oh just just sit there and take it you know yeah because uh, we all know women like that and it was oh, oh she's perfect she, and i saw i saw her on the credits too and i was like oh marcia gay harden this is gonna be fun i'm gonna have somebody to hate yeah if you need you know? hey, right. like, not because need... i don't like her but like i know she, course, plays, she, that plays, character a, so she well. plays a villain character very well or at least uh you know controlling strict yes yeah. of all the in and so if you look at the 2000s and i look at female villains there's nobody that does it better than her in the mist like to this day oh, she's the most God, yeah. evil person Jeez. in any stephen king adaptation for that matter ever she's so good yeah. in it i also see clark yeah. gregg's in this so the return of agent colson Woo! oh perfect excellent oh yeah he's great too like he just you just love him and just feel a little bit bad for him because he's kind of thrown into <laughs> the deep end a little bit, but I don't want to give too much away there. So yeah, definitely. Cool. This is kind of a, kind of a bonus, like a go read this, but also watch this, you know, it's a, 
a rudimental and a recommendal. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know Amy Poehler was directing anything, which is very cool. I didn't know she mm-hmm. had had done that. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's uh, cool. Let's talk about your. So again, that mm-hmm. is Moxie, everybody, the film and the book. Uh, tell us about this next one. What do you got here? So the next one, while that one was a young adult novel, this is a not so young adult novel. Um, <laughs> this is so for 85 year old. Uh, uh, <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> Old for people. those of us who like a little bit of intrigue, a little bit of spicy, and go ahead. Ooh, spicy intrigue. Here we go. Somewhere from inside the house, I hear Ben's voice, a touch louder than usual, my lips thin. The thing about my husband is that he can charm the birds out of the trees, but only if you play by his rules. Don't get me wrong, I give as good as I get in our relationship, and I enjoy the games we play as much as he does. But what happened last time has soured things a bit. I'd feel safer if I was in another country right now. I slip on a pair of sunglasses, tinting the grey world sepia, and then I light a cigarette and wait. Someone will allow curiosity to beat their social anxieties. Well, hello, house number five. The curtain twitches, then the door swings open. I adjust my gaze to see the tiny woman exit the house. Her purple-tinted hair is cropped fashionably short, and she wears big, thick-rimmed glasses, reminding me of the old-school fashion designers who aged ungracefully after the swinging 60s. She makes a beeline straight for our house. She glances at the removal men. There's nothing more stressful than moving house, is there? I shake my head. I'm Effie, by the way. Beryl. Have you lived here long, Beryl? Oh, yes, longer than anyone, she says. I know all about this place. It's history and everyone who lives here. I lean closer to her. Tell me everything. I'm nosy. Beryl's eyes sparkle and she leans towards me, eager to gossip and give me what I want. Let the games begin. Oh, my gosh. Moving house. Very British. I like right? this. Right. Yeah. yeah. It is very, very British. And as yeah. a couple of people in the chat has spotted, that is Billy Piper. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, such so. a such a crush on her as uh, as a companion in Doctor Who. As Rose. As I Eccleston's, know. Uh, Eccleston's companion. Mm. Well, and, and I guess uh, into uh, Matt, not Matt Smith, into yeah. uh, what's his face? Uh, David Tennant. Tennant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, into David Tennant, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a heartbreaker of an episode when, when Rose yeah. left. So, yes. Anyway, so this book is called We Play Games, and it's an Audible original. So if you have an Audible account, this is one where you can just put it in your library. You don't you don't have to spend a credit or any yeah. money or anything. You just get it. Included. And cool. Yes. And it is really good. Um, I, I found it really, really fascinating. And it switches between it's, it's all told in the first person, but it switches narrators throughout. And so you get some of Effie uh, you heard there and then some of Ben, the husband, um, you know, oh, Dan Stevens. Uh, oh, love from, him. From uh, Legion and yeah, a bunch of other things. Yeah. Love oh, he's guy. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, really the good. New, it's... The new voice of uh, what Corvo on, on uh, Solar Opposites, too. Yep. They, may, they should funny. never get rid of him doing that, by the way. He's so good. I agree. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's an improvement. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Fantastic. Sure, yes. Anyway. So yeah, um, this book is great. It's uh, basically there's this couple who they move around all the time and they play games with people and each other, uh, as the title suggests. I mean, essentially, 
they they kind of con their neighbors and and swindle them out of things and then they move around and oh that's cool I mean, it's not cool they do that but it sounds like <laughs> it is yeah. it is a fascinating story brian yeah. i i think you in particular would I, really like this i'm story. already intrigued just by and and the fact that it's done kind of as an audio drama a little bit mm-hmm. is what i'm mm-hmm. gathering uh oh yeah because there's yeah. a huge cast as you can see i mean it's mostly yeah. It's mostly Effie and Ben, but mm-hmm. as the as the book continues, you get sprinkles in of of several other people, and you also get like uh, these little interstitials of um, like online forums where people have have created these little groups of like their victims. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's like a su- like support groups online. <laughs> oh, I love of it! These people's victims <laughs> people been, and like people have been horribly manipulated by this couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, and, this sounds um, great. Yeah. So I like this. yeah, it's it's really really interesting. And at first, I thought, oh, okay, this is going to be one of those books where I hate everybody, but mm-hmm. mm, maybe not so much. Maybe there's some. Uh, maybe there might be some redemption in there for. Some of the characters. Okay, so, that's very and, cool. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a really good uh, little little listen, um, and uh, it, you know I I ripped through it in a couple of days of you know just listening to it while I was doing chores or doing work or whatever, and it's really really gripping. And of course, you know those voices you can just listen to them. Oh yeah, you yeah. know forever. Yeah. Yeah, she mean, has an yeah. amazing voice. the uh, The housemaid is her, this lady's first book, uh, Sarah A. Denzel, and this is only her second book. I'm always blown away by the fact that people with one or two books have huge hits on their hands like this. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, ah, it makes me want to write a book. We should all write a book. Everybody write a book and then give them to Amy and then Amy will judge them. And then before you know it, we'll be uh, New York Times bestsellers with our second right? books. Yeah. We'll have our own little reading list. Like Oprah has her book club list. We'll have our own little reading list, like the TMS Perfect. reading list. Let's do yes. it. Excellent. Let's love do it. it. I love we need it. A, we need a stamp to put on the uh, the corners of the artwork for uh, for all these over on the, the website. There you go. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, you can 3D print the stamp, Brian. I'll put 3D print a stamp. Look, we all see. We all contributed. We got it done. Exactly. Uh, so go. We play. We play games in Moxie. Uh, Brian, are those going to be on QuickTMS.li today? They're already there. They're Look already there, along that. with something else, right? You get something uh, oh, little bonus yes. for us. I yeah. do have a little bonus this week, so um, I wanted to mention just a little little self brag here. It was so exciting. Um, one of my friends, uh, Stacy Gordon, she is the puppeteer who performs Julia on Sesame Street, who is the autistic oh, Muppet that they've yeah. added. And she got the opportunity to go and be on Tested with Adam Savage. Cool. And she she was there to sort of teach him the basics of how to puppeteer on camera. Uh, which is harder than it sounds. And and Adam very quickly discovers how difficult it is. And it's amazing and adorable. But the super exciting part for me was that she heavily featured Peeper's Puppets. Mm. And oh, cool. Good. It That's was great. so awesome to see. And I was like, she sent it to me a few days before they dropped the episode. And she called me. She's like, okay, I have to tell you a thing, but I need to be on the phone with you because I like need your real time 
reaction. Like I need to know how you actually react to this. <laughs> and when she sent me the picture, I was like, Oh, I, I was like, I see why you wanted my reaction. Oh my God. You know? And so it was super, super exciting. It dropped uh last uh, Monday. So not yesterday, but a week ago, Monday, and we have been inundated with orders for Peaver since then. Good, good. Super exciting. That's, that's and some fantastic publicity. Holy yeah, cow. Yeah, well right? done. Right? And so now it's like, now I get to say, as seen on Adam <laughs> Tavis, you know? Yeah, right. So, yeah. So that's um, that's the the other link that I sent you there. If you want to want to throw that up or, you know, throw that somewhere where people can find it, I'll throw it in the chat also. Cool. Um Real quick, I wanted to mention too, um, Scott, when y'all were talking about the the sleep stories and such yeah. uh, earlier, I have something similar. So um, if the one that Brian sent you, if none of those like float your boat, there's a there's a similar one on an app called Calm. Mm. Oh and yeah, Calm's they good. have yeah. sleep stories, and oh my gosh, they're my favorite. My the one that I have listened to like in the easily in the double digits possibly over a hundred times is Killian Murphy talking about being on a train in Ireland. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, so good. Yeah, and like, yeah. also they've got like Tom Hiddleston reading <laughs> yeah. the poo yeah. and I mean, all kinds of great narrators in there. And they've, they've also, they have like, uh, just plain, you know, meditations where it's like, okay, now it's time for sleep. Brian's right, though. They all start with, so before we get started, make yourself comfortable. Yeah. Get your favorite pillow. Get right. into a position where you're nice and comfy and you can just relax. You know, Take like a deep they, breath. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it'd be great. It'd be great to hear Killian Murphy actually do that part because I wouldn't hear anything else uh, <laughs> after that. It would be, I'd be done. Like You'd, only, you'd only hear Killian Murphy. Murphy tell you how to get comfortable right. and you're done. That's it. Now take a deep. <laughs> I mean, you laugh. To see but that's, the blinders. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm pretty hearing. much. That's pretty much where I zonk out as well. Is like Killian Murphy starts telling me it's time to go to bed, and I'm yeah. like, okay, okay, yeah, yep. all right, I'm good. Well, good news. Uh, Harry Styles has one. Let's play a sample here. Oh yeah. Get a good little sample. One. Here we go. I'm Harry Styles, <laughs> and tonight. I'm going to help you drift off to sleep. Okay, cool, dude. I just turned that one, 30. That one, I actually, I've tried that one. I don't like it because it's a poem. Yeah. It's like oh, everything, really? it's, in, okay. it's in like couplet rhymes. And so I found my brain actually not deactivating because Ugh. I was like, oh, how's he going to rhyme that <laughs> that word or whatever? You know, like, That's I don't funny. know. It was distracting for me that it rhymed. Um, so yeah. I like I like the I like the ones like the train ones are great. There's a lot of train ones. Um, I guess you know people think that's relaxing to be on a train ride. Which, yeah, I mean that is where there were a lot. Yeah, and, and better sleep as well. I think I need to try Calm because when when my uh, current month subscription runs out with Better Sleep, maybe I'll switch over because I do like I do like a little celebrity uh, action in my ears. Yes, I yeah, said it. Uh, oh, but that's yeah. the one that uh, Mrs. Crazy Neighbor really raves about is Calm. So. Well, Calm is fantastic because like on like annually they will have a sale where you can literally buy like a lifetime membership and then oh. you never have to pay for it again, mm-hmm. oh, um, which cool. is what I have. So, and it's, I mean, it's expensive for an it app, is, but if you pricey. think about it, yeah. But if you think about it in terms of like, you know, it's like 50 bucks a year or somewhere around in there, 50, 60 bucks a year. Mm-hmm. But then if you only have to pay that 60 bucks once, 
which they do like around Thanksgiving ish time. Okay, they'll, it's like a lifetime sale. Yeah. yeah, when they when this app first launched, yeah. when the app first launched, yeah. though, I, I may I hope I don't have this wrong, but I think the guy who came up with this app is the same dude that did that. You remember that viral thing where it was a thousand little squares and you could pay to advertise something inside of it? Oh yes, it was a little pixel, like little slightly bigger than pixels, and you could zoom out, but you zoom in and you could find your your. Yeah, your set of pixels. I don't remember right. what that was called, or by a block of them, or something. That was the same guy. That's really. that guy, I believe. I think oh, I have the story right. Funny. And this was yeah. his next big thing. Million, million dollar, dollar web page. That's there it. There you yeah. go. That's uh-huh. it. And yeah. it was a that was a weird moment in internet history. But anyway, this is his <laughs> thing now. And when this started, it was free. Then it was very cheap uh, for a lifetime thing. It was like three bucks for the app or something. Then it got. Then they had to change it to monthly. Then they changed it to being more monthly. So right now it's fifteen bucks a month, or if you do the yearly, it's only five thirty or five eighty three a month. That's a big savings. Oh no, kidding! Wow, mm-hmm. but that's still yearly. So I I like the idea of waiting till it's um yeah. So it's like cheap. sixty, like you're saying, like fifty nine, sixty bucks a a year. Yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. wait till it's uh wait for the Black Friday deal. All right, yeah. I'll exactly. sit on uh, I'll sit on better sleep until then, and then I'll jump into the. The buy it forever. Oh, that's deal. a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, you've already kind of got something yeah, that's working. They, so they yeah. seem to do that like once a year, and I'll I'll let you know. I'll keep it in mind, and I'll let you know. Like, hey, Calm has their lifetime thing. Yeah, and, cool. um, I think well, it's this guy. I, I I hope I didn't get this wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is the dude. Uh, I can't remember now. There was some connection with that guy. Anyway, uh, is, uh, what else? That's it. Hey, this was great. All this reading and Ooh. and 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 you being here. What what else can you ask for? Really. What else i mean well i'm gonna be in vegas so you know you asked for that very yeah. excited hell yeah I'm very very excited excited to yeah. see you guys I'm we're, we're sad for the reason well not sad for the reason we're sad that the thing that almost pulled you away from vegas uh didn't come through but we're happy that the the end result of that the byproduct of that is that we'd get you in vegas yeah and don't worry yeah. only fans will give you another chance down the road it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait i've got i've talked about the wrong thing sorry my bad show us your feet show us <laughs> your a whole different show oh, us your muppet Give us no your Muppet feet. I want Muppet feet. Right now. Maybe they want. Maybe they want. They want Muppet feet. It's fine. Don't worry about there it. There we go. Peeper, peepers feet. Yeah, Peepers feet. Uh, well, Amy, it's always good talking to you. Peepers. Have a fantastic uh, time, and I uh, hope to see you uh, in a frag situation soon. Bye now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> see you in a frag situation see you in a frag situation uh um, not sure what that means but okay i don't either other than i'm going to shoot her with my rocket launcher that's all i know oh gosh or it's my not getting any better no nope, it's not uh my <laughs> my flat cannon nope still not getting good nope. Nope. Uh, forget the whole thing and forget i ever said anything Hey, Brian, <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're done, except I do want to say today, speaking of games, today at t- uh, 12 noon, I will be playing some Warhammer 40K. Um, oh, shoot. What's the name of the damn thing? Ah, duh, whatever. Called Warhammer 40K online or something? No, it's a shooter co-op thing. And the, my brain just went dead on the name of the stupid thing. Anyway, I don't know why I didn't write it down earlier. But uh, me and Bo and John, we're doing core play today at uh, like we try to do on Tuesdays now. And it'll be at noon. Go to about three. Dark Tide, thank you, chat. Jeez, Louise. Dark Tide, cool. Uh, that game has gone through some amazing changes recently, and we thought it'd be a great time to pick it up and do a little, uh, a little co-op. So we're going to play that today on stream. Uh, that's at twelve noon. If you are interested in such things, um, what else? That's it. 
hey, everybody, we got a website. It has all our links on it, including stuff we talked about today, things we do when it comes to requesting songs, uh, our Patreon directly, all that kind of stuff. You can find it at frogpants.com slash TMS. Let's get out of here with a song, speaking of which, from Brian. Brian, do you have Darn the song? Tootin'. This one uh, this one actually is way, way, way delayed. Oh, I take that back. I guess actually was... Oh, yeah, this is way delayed, <laughs> but I had to get to it. Anthony Pennigan, who goes by Ant P-Man uh, in the <laughs> chat room. Uh, hello, Scott and Brian. This year on January 29th, I turned the big 4-0. Whoa. Like to yeah. I uh, would like to request any cover song uh, featuring a rap song turned into a rock song or a rock, rock song turned into a rap song. I really like From Ashes to New, Forgot About Dre, but that might be too sweary for TMS. Thanks for all that you guys do. I'm a daily podcast listener. I usually start first thing the next morning as I walk my dog. Also, one final question for Brian. I believe you stated when Marvel Snap officially released, you were collection complete. Have you been able to maintain all that with the new card releases? No, I have not. I have, uh, um, I don't spend money on cards, but I will get good cards using collection tokens or using the, if, if there's, um, uh, I use the, what you call those spotlight keys. Um, if, if I need two of the cards in the spotlight key selection, I'll go for that as well. Um, how many, new, how many new ones are there? Are there a ton of new ones here recently? There have been, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm most, I would say I'm mostly collection complete. I'm mm. probably 90%, but I don't have, I don't have Eliath, mm. which is the big, one of the big like meta breaking cards right now, or it was anyway, until a couple changes. Um, uh, and I don't have some of the new ones that came out, I guess. And there's a couple new ones even coming out today that, uh, that, that I might get cause I've got four spotlight keys. So, I could guarantee getting both of the new cards. Well, I guarantee of all the people I know who are playing that game, you have to be the most collection complete compared to anyone. Yeah. I, I mean, my collection level is 10,689. Mm. Um, uh, take that for whatever it's worth. But um, Sure. Well, well done. Still loving the game. Uh, taking a break from while I wait for new content in uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley. I'm back to playing Snap a lot and, and still loving it. Nice. Um, Although Death Stranding has been taking some uh, attention from me as well. Hmm. What do you think of that so far? Just curious. Uh, so far, I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I see what you mean. A lot of cut scenes, a little bit of action. A lot of cut scenes, a little bit of action. Yeah. But I'm still really early into it. So Yeah. I have to admit, I'm very intrigued about the second one, too. So, you know, yeah. we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But I'm curious. Yeah, you'll have to let me know what you think as you go. Because I kind of dropped off pretty early on that game. And I'm, maybe I missed out on, you know, the amazing part. I don't know. Right, right, <laughs> right. Exactly. Anyway. Uh, cool. So there you go, uh, Anthony. Yeah. How about a uh, rap song turned into a rock song? This one's fun. Uh, one of my favorite bands from the '90s, a group that had a hit with. Um, oh, what was their big hit? The song that I loved was a uh, was a song called Seventy Four Seventy Five, which is really good. It's a band called the Canels, and uh, uh, for a compilation called When Pigs Fly from 2002, they contributed this version of Cypress Hill's Insane in the Brain. That is definitely not the, the, uh, the, the song that you know uh, by Cypress Hill. Here are the Canels. With the white on the flam for you. 
your temper Just toss that ham in the frying pan Like spam and done when I come and slam Then I feel like the son of Sam Don't make me wreck shit hectic Next ticket check I'll be going like General Electric And the lights are blinking I'm thinking it's all over when I go out drinking Oh, making my mind slow That's why I don't fuck with the big four Oh, bro, I got to maintain Cause a cracker like me is going insane Insane in the membrane, insane in the brain, insane in the membrane, friends insane, got no brain, insane in the membrane, insane in the brain, insane in the membrane, friends insane, got no brain. Too much shit undercover, I was torn from the blubber, the blabber, to watch that belly get fatter, fat boy on a diet. Don't try to jack your ass like a looter in a riot Mike's just fat like a sumo Slamming that ass, leaving your face in the grass You know, I don't take him too low Lightly, punk's just jealous Cause he can't outright me like kick that style Wicked, wild Have your face cracked, you never seen me smile Put that mainframe, I'll explain Casper like me is going insane Insane in the membrane Insane in the brain Insane in the membrane, friends insane, got no brain. Insane in the membrane, insane in the brain. Insane in the membrane, friends insane, got no brain. Like Louis Armstrong played that trumpet, I'll hit that bomb and break you all something soon. I got to get my props, cops come and try to snatch my crops, these pigs wanna blow my house down, and run the ground to the next town, get mad, and they come rape my pad when I'm up in the night, real scared, yes I'm the pirate pilot of this ship, I get with the ultraviolet beam, hot from the red light beam, not that you believe in the unseen, look, don't want me to get out strain, stoner like me is going insane, insane in the membrane, Insane in the brain, insane in the membrane, friends insane, got no brain, insane in the membrane, insane in the brain, insane in the membrane, friends insane, got no brain, insane in the membrane, insane in the brain, insane in the membrane, friends insane, got no brain, insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain, insane in the membrane, friends insane, got no brain, insane in the membrane. Com. If we make it, it can take it. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.